Today, we are sitting with Josh Rennie Hines, the man, the myth, the legend. He's Hello. actually with us today. Yeah, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I am so excited. Uh, just full transparency, like have a knot in my stomach. I'm like a little intimidated, a little nervous, but mostly excited <laughs> to be sitting down with you. Oh, well, thanks for having me. So. You have quite the pedigree um, behind you musically and I'm just excited to get into it. Let's do it. Let's start off with some rapid fire questions, shall we? All right, let's go. <laughs> we were talking about this in the car on the way over today. Is there a Nickelback of Australia? Mm. And who is it? Because we need to know and need to look them up. I'm trying to think. I mean, Nickelback were pretty dang big in Australia too. Yeah. Yeah. No, they were, they were global. But... I mean, they're not really Nickelback, but Russell Crowe had a band for a while called 30 Odd Foot of Grunt. They were like rock and roll, you know. They played all the pubs. Yeah. I don't know. This is quite a while ago, probably 10, 15 years. But he was like, I want to be in a rock and roll band now. And he just started playing the pubs in Australia. And But okay, so I I kind of think that that would be good. Not that Nickelback's not good, but they seem to be like the butt of jokes in America. At least. So is there like a, was he like the butt of jokes in this band or? Mm, I mean, he became like, I wouldn't say the butt of jokes, but it was kind of like, oh, Russell Crowe's playing in a like rock and roll band now and just touring Australia. And <laughs> what? I, I think it was like right after Gladiator too. So it was like peak of oh. his fame. And then he just went straight into like full pub rock, Australian Aussie rock circuits. So that was kind of cool. Kind of badass actually. Yeah. That's admirable. Like- but yeah, I feel like Nickelback do get a lot of heat. Because, I don't know, I guess it's just the way that dude is. Chad Chad Kroger, whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, but they you don't know him personally, songs. do you? No, I've never okay, met Chad. I didn't, like, offend you. <laughs> Shout out. But they were massive when, yeah. they, when they first hit. I, we were just curious. We had to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we wanted to do our research, but we didn't know where to start. That's the best I got. Russell Crowe's band. <laughs> Russell Crowe band Google. All right. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, so I was just asking you about how long you've been here in Nashville proper. Uh, you said four and a half years. Yeah. Um, I want to know, you You came here directly from Australia. Yeah. Um, is there an American food, like what do you think is the most hyped up, overrated American food or snack or oh, restaurant? Geez. Oh, jeez. Like- oh, jeez. You're going to get me in <laughs> bad waters here. No, no, no. Um, tell all. It's I don't know. Tell-all. I mean, look. I'm a sucker for like a classic good cheeseburger now. Yeah. So there's a couple of those in Nashville that I really like, just like well-made. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a really that big of a fan of like the meat and three thing. Like, I mean, it's okay, but it's, I'm not like, whoa, everyone before I moved to Nashville was like, you got to try like meat and three or this and that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's all right. But it's a little stacked. It's yeah. A, yeah. It's just like home cooked kind of food, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, sweet. No snacks or anything like that, like candies. Um, I mean, I don't, the the packaged pickles are pretty strange. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of strange. Even I like don't really touch those, but yeah, I don't know anyone <laughs> anyone who does. But I always see them in the gas station, like the squelchy 
guys. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> why they're there. Just hanging out, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet. So what's your favorite place then for your classic cheeseburger? Hugh Babies. Represent. Yeah. Have you had Hugh Babies? No, yeah. Okay. It's a really good spot I'm in town. I'm on board, though. Yeah. There's a spot just down the road from here. Oh, um, they do like a really good classic, like smash style mm-hmm. cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Local beef. Everything's fresh. Really good. So for our followers, you might notice the pattern here. Every episode I will ask about food. <laughs> and it's because I'm in charge of these interviews. And that's what you're going to get is food. Yeah, I'm all about it. I'm <laughs> a foodie. I love food. Good. You'll have to tell us where to go when we visit Australia. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. One day. One day. <laughs> All right, let's dive into a few more interviewee interview questions. Let's do it. Okay. Going deep. I have to say, I was trying to do a little bit of research um, ahead of time, but you have quite a bit of press coverage on the World Wide Web. The webs. Yes. Um, but in 500 words or less, Josh... Tell us, <laughs> oh who are you really? Like, not, can you describe yourself to our listeners? Not the way a magazine or a blog would. Mm-hmm. Who are you to yourself? Who am I to myself? Yeah. I'm just, just question. yeah, just a small question. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm just a boy from the country in Australia. Mm-hmm. I grew up on a farm in rural Australia. I grew up with a big love for music and nature, and I feel like they're two things that I'm still really heavily involved with. So music has kind of always been in my life from a really young age. I've always sang and uh, been around music and played, and it's just always felt like a natural thing to me. It's always been kind of interwoven in my life. Yeah. And, mm, you know, my dad was a farmer and did lots of things, and my mum, she also grew up in rural Australia as well, and... They both had a big love for music and mom had a big love for nature and the natural world. So, um, yeah, I'd say that's that's a big part of who I am for sure. That's great. Are they still farming out there? Um, my mom still lives on the farm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we still have some, some property in Australia and uh, all my family's still around kind of that same region in Australia. So, yeah. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. Was there a moment in your upbringing? So it felt like music was very natural for you. Was there a moment though where you recognized that that's what you wanted to pursue? Um, I mean, from a young age, I'd played in bands in high school and I was always doing it, pursuing yeah. it, even though I wasn't like, I'm going to make this my life. Yeah. Because I guess where I grew up, it wasn't really ever a path that anyone spoke about. It was like, oh, you can be an artist or you can be a songwriter. It was kind of like mm-hmm. you can get a trade or you can like do this or move to the city and do university or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it took me a while to actually come back to that. I think I was probably like 26 or 27 and I was working full-time in a job in Australia. Okay. I was doing uh, conservation work at the time, so doing a lot of like habitat restoration and planning yeah. a lot of native forests and stuff in australia and it was a really cool job and i was passionate about it but music was always kind of like my number one so yeah i was like running a few teams and managing and i just quit and said i'm going to do music now and see what happens and where it leads me so here i am now in the u.s doing music that's incredible i love that story and i i'm sure that's going to resonate with so many of our listeners just that's so real i love that Mm. you're doing something else and just you pivoted that's really cool yeah well, um, a few years back, you were one half of a band, Melbourne-based band? Um, 
I would say in between Melbourne and Queensland. Cool. Yeah, we've kind of just toured a lot, so we weren't really based anywhere too much, but yeah. Yeah. On and off. The Ahern Brothers. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. I've heard some of their stuff and it's soothing. So you should check it out. But um, but you formed <laughs> after you arrived in the States after like a trip to the States. Is that is that correct? The Ahern Brothers, yeah. I think we did a trip here in like twenty sixteen or maybe wow. later. And we it was with my uh, my good friend Stephen Grady. And we had done, before that, we'd like done a lot of solo stuff together. We mm-hmm. toured together a lot and played on each other's stuff and made records together. So it was kind of a natural transition yeah. into that. Um, and then, yeah, we just came here, I don't know, four or five years ago, wrote a bunch of songs and made a record. That's cool. It felt wired and that energy, right? Yeah. And traveling. We're mostly in California, kind of just oh, yeah? Northern California, tripping around and writing songs. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, well, nowadays, out in the Nashville scene, you are often referred to as Nashville, the, the Nashville via Australia artist. Um, <laughs> but can I ask what the impetus was for you to relocate this way? You could have gone to the Bay Area in, in California. You could have gone to L.A. or New York. What made you want to come to Nashville? Was it planned? Was it Did it just happen or... Uh, that was kind of uh, fortuitous as well because I was moving to America. Uh-huh. I'd got my artist visa, uh, which was quite a big process. And right before I got my – was about to move to – I was either going to move to L.A. or Austin. Mm-hmm. And then at the last minute, I had applied for this Australian Arts Council grant, and it was specific to Nashville. And it's called the Nashville Songwriters Residency, and it won Australian Songwriter a year. So I got that, and I was like, all right, I guess I'll try Nashville out for a while. That's why I moved to Nashville. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. Well, we're blessed. We're blessed to have you here. <laughs> Thank you. <I> like <laughs> that it is here. really cool. <laughs> uh, what's been the scariest part of trying to break into the Nashville music scene? Or even the most gratifying? Could be the same thing, I guess. Yeah, I wouldn't say anything scary. I would say um, it's just an inspiring place because at first moving here, I was like, wow, everyone I'm meeting is an artist or a musician or mm-hmm. everyone's talented in so many different ways here, you know. Especially, I live in East Nashville, so it's like a really cool community over there of creatives. And so, yeah, I kind of felt like a kid in a candy store. I still do. The fact that <laughs> I still go out now and meet people, and I'm like, wow, what are you doing? Oh, you know, everyone's doing cool stuff. So that's been really inspiring for sure. Yeah. There's a huge energy, a huge push. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, well, we are really excited about your latest single, When We Touched which we get to hear acoustically later. So you got to stick around, Um, but you are very candid on Instagram about your creative process. Mm -hmm. Um, But for our listeners today and your new fans who are going to, they're going to stream when we touch right after this episode. um, Can we talk about starting the song with the chorus? Yeah. That is incredible how you did that. It's seamless. (laughs) I don't think a lot of artists can do that. And you did it. Like it was seamless execution. And I want to know what the artistic process was behind that or the deciding factor behind that. Um, I don't know. It just felt natural for that song for some reason. Yeah, it just felt natural to start it with that. It's interesting because I was just thinking about that yesterday for the first time. Oh, really? Because I um, did a recording of it and played it. And uh, I didn't, I don't think I started that version with the chorus. So some songs just, I feel like, call for it. I don't know. Like, I actually didn't even notice it until maybe the third time. I've streamed it a lot. 
but the third time around, I was like, it just punches you like right in the beginning. And that's really cool. Yeah. There's no like, oh, what's this about? It's just like, ah, yeah. in. well, I've been trying to hear it in other songs and I'm like, yeah, no one else does it. No one else does it because they can't pull it off the way you did. Right. <laughs> like, no, that's really cool. So it's natural. It's a natural hit. So go check it out. Listen. Um, <laughs> um, to kind of bring the episode together, I wanted to know if you have any piece of life advice for us listening to you today. Maybe a quote or something that you've learned in the past four hmm. years that you want to pass on. One of my favorite quotes is, uh, it's how you do anything is how you do everything. And I like that one. Do you want to say more? Is there an example in your life? Uh, I just feel like you can kind of really apply yourself and try hard at everything you do. Yeah. So if you start like if you go into that with that mindset, you can use that in every area of life, you know? Yeah. So where you show up here is how you're probably going to show up in this other area. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Be aware mm-hmm. <laughs> of how you're showing up. <laughs> Well, I want um, our listeners to know, like, where can we find you? How can we connect with you? Where can we see you live? Okay, yeah, you can find me on all the social medias, uh, Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. I've got my brand new video up there for When We Touch. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And we shot that whole thing in East Nashville one night. We went till about sunrise and just went crazy and shot this whole kind of rogue video, which I just released. So have a look at that. So, yeah, I have a show on uh, September 30th at the East Room. It's a single release show for When We Touch. That is which... coming up September 30th. Mark your calendars. And I've got my friends Dylan Smucker playing and also Ducky ne- Neptune, a uh, local band. Really cool. So it's a great lineup. And we're going to sell it out. So come along. Absolutely. Yeah. Can we get tickets ahead of time? Yep. Or they yes, they're pre-sale tickets. It. Get on it. Get Be on there. It. Watch the video. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> well, uh, just to round out the episode, do we have any shout outs? Anyone we want to say hi to? I want to say hi to my mother back in Australia. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> Love you. And all my family back in Australia. And uh, to everyone watching this and listening, I uh, hope you like my music. Please go check it out. And uh, cheers. Who wouldn't like your music? I know there'd have to be some kind of, I don't know. It's good music. Jeez, I mean, well, come on. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. Stick around for the acoustic version of One We Touch.
Yes, it's deep and it's dark Deep and it's dark. Yes, it's deep and it's dark. I 